I want free rent. How much free rent do I get on a new lease, especially when I have to do a fit out? Stay tuned to find out. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Morning Minutes. Myself, Michael Bergio, and James for episode 358. I want free rent. How much free rent do I get, especially when I've got to do a fit out for a commercial property? James, good morning. Good morning, Michael. How are you? You're good. And Mal Frieda, good to have you on. So, James, one of the, as we spoke about yesterday with the heads of agreement uh, for commercial property and how there's about 10 points of negotiation for a commercial lease, one of those pretty big points is the free rent um, of a lease. Do you want to talk about why the, is there a free rent? Because most people who rent residential, you, you basically start paying from when you get the keys. Why is it a little bit different in commercial? Yeah, so when you're starting a business, there are all sorts of reasons um, why a bit of free rent is, you know, fairly normal. Um, you've got a lot of startup costs. Um, you've got to get the business going until you can trade, until you can actually start to earn some money. So um, it's it's sort of reciprocal. The landlord's offering you a small window of time to set yourself up, um, and then you start moving forward um, and paying rent after the rent free agreed. So it's just a little window of time to help you out, get you on your feet, so that you can then trade more successfully. Yeah, because it's not like you open up a shop and you can start selling whatever it is, coffee or have the staff come in. There's a bit of a down, like you just can't, you've got to build your premises. So a lot of the time you're getting a premise yeah. that is empty, as in no ceiling, potentially no power, um, no water. So you've actually got to get the builders in there to start, start fitting it out. And a lot of owners, because as we discussed yesterday, you could show an empty shop and you're showing people from 15 different industries you don't a lot of the time you don't get anything half fitted out because for what one person wants could be very very different to what another person wants so typically when a the old tenant leaves an owner's instructions will be rip everything out because whatever you've got here yes it looks great the next person may not want it so it's always better to start from a clean slate. Um, so that's probably where you work that in. But so like anything, just like a sale price or a rental price, the owner wants it to be the the like the in their advantage, and the tenant wants it to be in their advantage. So the tenant wants it as long as it can be, the rent free, and the owner wants it to be as short as it can be because that means they're getting rent really quickly. And a lot of tenants are always. A lot of time, James, they just yeah. don't know what is normal and what they should ask for. And a lot of the time, just like all negotiations, you don't want to seem too greedy or like you're trying to get one over. Um, but a lot of time they don't know where to go. So, James, for a typical, let's say, a, sh a shop that they will be doing an office fit out compared to maybe a restaurant, do you want to talk us through some of that dialogue and how you would explain that? to a tenant on how much they should ask for. Yeah, sure. So generally speaking, um, it is dependent on what you're doing, how long your lease is, 
um, how much how much rent you're paying, essentially what your agreed terms are. Um, and yeah, you don't want to uh, have a look at that offer sheet and when it says rent free, get excited and think, oh, that means I'm going to be able to potentially get six months or a year off. Um, if you're doing a year's a year's rent, um, you've also got to be mindful of your your potential land, landlord or prospective landlord, essentially. And um, yeah, you don't want to come off, as you say, in a greedy way. So uh, a rule of thumb, generally speaking, um, if this, with the sort of smaller deals, um, what we say we probably go around the six to twelve, the six to eight percent, um, and potentially with some of the bit different types of businesses, you might be fitting out a restaurant or put, putting a kitchen in or a cafe um, or something industrial where there's a lot more sort of heavy machinery going in. You know, you might be able to typically get sort of maybe ten percent of rent uh, from that year, maybe up to twelve. So um, there's a different dynamic depending on the type of premises that you're entering into, the length of lease. Uh, the amount of rent that you're paying. Um, so there's all sorts of contributing factors. Yeah, and I think the biggest thing, so just to convert what James was saying from percentage is basically each year is one month free rent. So if you're, so 10% would be, if you're leasing it for 12 months, 10% would be 1.2 months free rent, 5% 5 would be 0.6 months free rent. But the, the key question I ask anyone I'm showing the property, because the rent free is for a fit out. So the most important question to the tenant is, how long do you think it will take to fit out? And then you can go yeah. from there. So, um, and that's what the owner will be asking as well, because if, if a property's already fitted out, then yes, you, you may get, normally if you were to do the fit out, you get three months fit out. Doesn't mean you get three months fit out because it's already fitted out. So. A big question I always ask is how long would it take? And if they go, it will take six weeks to fit out, then we can relay that to the owner saying, well, fit out six weeks. There's always a little bit of delays. Maybe eight weeks is fair. So the key question is yeah. how long and also when your builders can start because um, they, 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 that, sometimes you need to offer a bit of a buffer because they, can't, they may not be able to get in to start their fit out for a month so a lot of that a lot of all this is big negotiation points not to mention if they need council approval which can then really delay a deal yeah. where it could take three months to get approval and a lot of tenants and then which is completely normal you don't want to start to say a 50 grand fit yeah. out if council could turn around and say no you can't operate there so they're a lot of moving parts which goes back to the importance of that heads of agreement and having people in place. James, who would, who do, um, for a tenant to find out about the approvals, who are the people they can speak to? Uh, if they, from when they see us and they want to open up a medical center, a retail shop, talk us through a liaising with council or a private certifier. Yeah, sure. So look, we deal with this all the time and there are all sorts of different people that want to change the use of a premises. Um, there are certain circumstances or situations or properties that you can um, have a CDC, um, a private certifier who can generally do the job a bit quicker than going down the DA sort of route. Um, so your agent, your local agent, commercial agent should be able to point you in the right direction to, uh, to get good advice on that. Um, generally, they'll have a couple of contacts first for someone they can speak to in further detail and sort of industry professional and that side of things. Um, so yeah, it all comes back down to clear communication with your agent, I think. I think it's the bottom line for almost all of these little scenarios. Um, don't allow yourself to go out in the dark. 
ask the questions. If you don't know the, you don't know it yourself, find out um, rather than just sort of hoping that it'll all happen. Um, even little things like you might need strata approval in a building. Um, and often that might be, you know, it might be as little as 21 days, but you know, just to have that buffer of time where you're, you're premeditating that you'll need to have these things in place. Yeah, that's key as well, especially if you're looking at a building that has strata, which means generally there are units on top, you've got to go body corporate to apply. And they're the little things that you've got to take into consideration when you're choosing a property because you may have the option of two retail shops. One could be a little bit older, but it's freehold, which means there is no strata and you're just dealing with the owner who's the decision maker. Or you have, yes, a nice new shop, but that you've got a strata to deal with. And let's say you you may want to be open in two months. And if you can't even book a because a lot of sometimes you've got to wait 21 days or um, to get in front of the body corporate to get approval or submit something. So when you're looking between properties, you you got to look a lot more, you got to look past potentially the rent that the owner is charging and the, compared to your actual ability to get in there and do your fit out. Also, James, what about when um, to yeah. get your fit out approved? Do you want to go through with commercial how basically within the four walls, a tenant can do what they like and then if they move out, do you want to go through what they have to do there? Um, and it's a lot of it, it's a big courtesy to let an owner know you fit out, but you've pretty much got free range. Do you yeah. want to discuss that and a make good? Yeah, I think, I think general rule of thumb is, um, and again, your agent should be giving you this advice, but any works you want to do, um, get it in writing, submit it through to your agent, get it submitted back to the landlord so that there's always a paper trail of what you're doing. So you're covering yourself, the landlord's covering themselves. Um, so I think that's one, one part of sort of the highest importance. Um, you don't want to go and do all of this work and then it not be approved. You don't have permission, whatever it is, and it have to be torn out um, at your cost and potentially have to do again. Um, in terms of, <laughs> excuse me, Michael, um, in terms of what did you say for your second point? Sorry, it was about good. make good. Um, yeah. About make good. So yeah, again, um, make sure you've got recorded evidence of where you were at when you took the premises and you're returning it to that same condition. So. Um, it's making sure that you've got a paper trail at the end of the day. Uh, the expectancy is almost always that it will be taken to the exact exact same condition as it previously was, uh, or better at the end of the day. Um, and you'll get yourself in a bit of a trap if you find out if you end up um, doing works that you weren't approved, that you that you shouldn't have removed certain things, whatever it might be. So um, back to the paper trail every single time. And that's what a lot of tenants don't understand because you would have come up across this a lot, James, where they're trying to negotiate and the tenant always goes, oh, but I'm adding so much value to the property. But they don't understand that basically what they're adding in is most likely going to get ripped out. So to an owner, you're not really adding the value because it's yours. So that, that and the owner will probably say rip it out. So there, there isn't necessarily that value. I, I find that as a big um, misconception with a lot of tenants. They're like I'm spending all this money on his property. It's like, yeah, yeah but more than likely it's going to be asked to be ripped out because an owner wants to start from fresh for another tenant. Um, but that means for a yeah, tenant- you're, out, add, you're adding value for yourself. Correct. And that comes to the importance of the length of your lease because if you've got a 200 grand fit out and you're only asking for a, a one year lease, 
is probably not the smartest thing because you want to you basically got to look at your input and make sure that your lease will be long enough for you to recoup your investment back because you're not the yeah. owner's not going to turn around and say oh you only stayed for a year here's half your fit out back in money so you've got to be able to accumulate though that feedback so it's very careful you've got to be careful if you're basically if you're smaller the investment of fit out you can tend uh you can do a smaller length lease but if you're spending a a lot of amount of money on your fit out you need a really long lease like a restaurant when they're doing 200 grand fit out you don't necessarily want to do a one-year lease you may secure a five-year lease so it's very important to weigh up all those options because i've had it before i've had a tenant do a restaurant a cafe fit out spent a fortune but then the next tenant in there wanted to do a retail shop so they ripped it all out so it didn't have much value and miles asked what about fit out contributions by landlords what benefits to them tax related generally the only contribution a landlord does for a fit out is that rent free period so it could be one month rent could be three months could be four months in some cases i've seen six to nine months um, when it could be a national tenant uh, much larger fit out like we've got one in dy uh, taco bells going in there that's basically a 90 thousand dollar contribution nine months free rent waiting for da but they're doing a 1.6 million dollar fit out for the property and it's a national tenant but that's like a unicorn most of the time the only contribution is a, a few months i've seen it sometimes and malware an owner has paid for it up front and let's say your rent's 100 grand a year and the fit out is a million dollars the owner's paid for that contribution up front, and now the rent's 120 grand a year. So the owner can claim back that expense, and they're getting more rent. Uh, they're getting a higher annual figure of rent, which means the value of the property goes up. Because let's say at $100,000 a year rent, the property's worth $2 million. At $120,000 a year, the property's now worth 2.4. So the owner gets a tax benefit, and the owner gets an extra 400 grand upshot, but a lot of that's quite unique and doesn't happen often. Most of the time, the only benefit is that sort of rental free period there. Anything else you want to add to this, James? No, I think I think I don't think so at this stage. Look, there's there's a lot of complexity to all these, and it's situational. Um, it depends what you're doing. It depends what your business is. It depends. Uh, your landlord, if you've got a professional commercial landlord who knows what he's talking about um, and knows what he's doing, um, you know, they can structure these things in ways that's beneficial for both. But otherwise, generally, keep it small. Don't ask for too much. Um, play the fair game and then play the long game at the same time, not the short game for your own personal uh, improvement and reward. But also have the documentation. So, no, like, no one understands what is fair. And t like, so... It may seem fair to you because you know your fit out's going to take three months. But if you haven't communicated that to the landlord, then you may think you're taking the piss. So, so it's very important to have your builders ready, yeah. have the supporting documents and have that communication. And, and that's sort of set there. But that's a wrap for Tuesday. James and I yeah. will be back Wednesday as well. Probably another commercial topic. <laughs> Keep it good. Mark, good morning. Oh, <laughs> All good. Thanks, Amal. Cheers, guys. Bye.